We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hi, this is Super Divorce. Uh, welcome you to the Supercast. Hey guys. The Super Divorce Supercast Shit Show Edition. Yeah, and it started in perfect shit show fashion where we had a little bit of technical <laughs> yeah. issue, but hopefully it looks like this one's recording, so that's good. Yep. This We're is going. take two of I'm, the cast. Take one. Um, <laughs> nothing bad happened. <laughs> I'm Robert S. Jalman Jr. I play guitar. <laughs> uh, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm Dale Jr. on bass. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Bender and I program the drums. I'm Nicholas Villars and I play uh, vocals and I sing for the band. <laughs> <laughs> play vocals and sing. <laughs> and Bender was just talking earlier about how he's uh, switched to programmable drums. Yeah, yeah, I no longer actually play drums. Now I just program. Well, we've actually given him a nickname, uh, Little Drummer Machine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. I gave up. I decided it was too much work mm-hmm. to, to actually play drums. Now I just have one of those touchy keyboard pad thingies. Yeah, a chaos pad. That. Those things are cool, that. actually. Or chaos. Chaos. I think it's spelled K-A-O-S-S, so I don't think you're getting Chaos out of that. Well, that's the incorrect spelling. <laughs> right. Well, it's like Mortal Kombat, you know? Yeah. It's uh, K's edgier than C, obviously. Have so. you guys yeah. seen this, the characters they're adding to Mortal Kombat X? Yes. Um, we, had a, we had a chat with that, or about that with Kirby. Yeah. And he wasn't backing it. He thought the alien was... Uh, he thought the version of the alien was kind of lame. Thought it looked dumb. But you have to. <laughs> well, first of all, he's wrong. <laughs> well, it's at Second least got the look he... of the guy in the suit from the first alien. He doesn't look like the crawling version. But the thing about xenomorphs is like whatever they impregnate, they That's take on it... the features right. of that thing, and they the xenomorph in Mortal Kombat impregnates a. Uh, whatever Braca's race is. Oh, really? It does? Yeah, that's why it's got the thing. Because oh. it fucking comes out of Braca. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Sorry, Kirby. It's pretty cool. <laughs> On board. I'll, I'll mean... roll with that. <laughs> yeah. And that's a way to meld it with the Mortal Kombat universe, right. too. So. Hey, before we get going here, um, I would like to <laughs> let everyone know just what we're doing here on the shit show tonight. And, Did um, we say it was a shit show? Yet? Yeah, yeah. I said okay. It was a super Saturday shit show. Super yeah. supercast shit show edition. Yeah, it's a shit show. We're changing the format up a little bit because uh, we just have some new ideas moving forward, and we want uh, we want the the feel of the show to be a little more organic mm-hmm. because everyone likes organic these days. Yeah. So um, all the fan letters we were getting said, please more organic. Material, yeah, and that's what we're gonna try and do. Uh, we're gonna roll with one weekly topic per show, and of course, we'll probably kind of uh, get off on tangents yeah. a little bit, you know. But we're gonna try and stick to one thing and kind of uh, tie that in with our video of the day that we post in the divorce club. And also, I'm going to make sure that my portraits that I post on Instagram and then share to uh, our Facebook page also tie in with the 
theme for the upcoming podcast. We're basically doing ourselves as secret wars and revamping the super divorce universe <laughs> yeah. to where it all ties in together. Yeah. Fucking Marvel. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, for those of you who listen to the old podcast, um, the old I Love Sleep Star podcast, that was kind of a just off the cuff. It's not going to be quite that just random, but we'll have a topic and we'll just jump off and rather than having the specific broken down segments where we don't get to spend a ton of time on each thing now we can if we have something we know we want to say a lot about we can just go right into it and have a whole podcast about one topic and right if it, that topic interests you then uh you'll have a lot of good uh content and uh you'll be able to hear <laughs> Whether our opinions on it, whether you agree or disagree, and if you strongly disagree with us, we'd love to uh, roundly debate you. Wherever you feel like shit, you want. we'll be giving out uh, uh, hitting on the head with a pool cue. <laughs> and sure, <laughs> <laughs> and you can uh, win prizes somehow. Yep, we're gonna figure so. that out. Apparently. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> But for the shit show, we're going to run a shit show every uh, quarter. We're going to do a quarterly shit show. And this and tonight, will be a true yeah, back to roots, just fuck all. But tonight we're doing a, I'd say it's a semi-shit show. Okay. Because there's a little bit of a theme running through it. And that is, by the end of this program, we want to have uh, decided on what our first new format podcast is going to be all about next week. So as we go along here... Um, clock's ticking. Hopefully, we'll we'll have something for you by the end. Mm-hmm. But it's hopefully also we'll be, have agreed on something because we hopefully. could have many things, and we we <clears throat> may because it's a democratic process. But then we could also disagree on everything, and and then agree to have our first show be about disagreement. How much we disagree <laughs> <laughs> about dysfunction and uh, how much we despise each other in real yeah. life. Mm. And all this is a show, <laughs> a sham, a flim-flam. A mockery. Yeah, yeah. a facade. <laughs> I remember uh, uh, Mike D'Antoni, when he was coaching the Lakers, when they were playing horribly, he yeah. said that uh, the team was a sham mockery <laughs> of what uh, they should be. He just combined those two words? Yeah. That's weird, Yeah, because they both kind of mean... Well, they're sort of different. They're not one hundred percent. You would think you would just you would punctuate it differently, though. It's a sham. It's a mockery, like a pause. But it's a sham mockery. (laughs) I kind of like it. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I uh, yeah yeah. So, (laughs) welcome to the shit show, and. you know, one thing that uh, I think really means a lot to everyone these days is uh, is death. Yeah. Death's big right now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, it's real hot right We're now. We're sad about people dying. Don't confuse that. But uh, just the fact that death exists, you know, you, you kind of have to yeah, like, we chuckle can't, about it. You can't it. deny it. Death right? is definitely in the news right now. <laughs> Hot topic. Not death in the news. I uh, hear about this. Uh, people dying uh, when they get uh, disease. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, we're, we've got a whole... We're all careening towards it. But there's um, a whole... You know, there's a whole slew of actors and actresses and famous mm-hmm. people right now who are of a certain age where if you are in your late 60s to early 70s, or just late 60s on, really, yeah. you've got to be kind of looking over your shoulder right yeah. now. Because I just read, like, five minutes ago when I opened Facebook, there was another actress who died today. Oh, 72-year-old woman who was on some uh, TV show uh, in the 50s. So <laughs> I don't remember her name, but uh, you think there's some up for... Uh, in, I, I would imagine there's some PC assholes out there who are like, why does it matter so much when actors die, people die every day, and we don't hear about normal people dying? What would you say to that? I would say normal people aren't celebrities. And, uh, <laughs> They didn't star in cool movies. Yeah. Yeah. And we didn't grow up watching them on television and such. There are celebrities are... Sometimes people... I think people forget that celebrities are all artists in a way. Yeah. I mean... So we have confirmed firsthand on Super Divorce, Supercast, Shit Show Volume 1 that celebrities are simply just more important than the rest of us. (laughs) And I I agree. I I would say... Well, you you invite them into your life, yeah. right? And you yeah. care, yeah. and they and they have they have a talent that yeah. not no. everybody possesses. Fuck that. Let's just boil it down to Snape is cooler than the dude who works at, down the street at the post office. Okay, let's just say that to the average person. Yes. Absolutely, I'm sure. To yeah. Jim yeah. Joe Rogers down at the post office dies. Who cares? But if Bowie dies, fucking Ziggy Stardust. The thin white duke. We care about that. And there's good reason, because the dude contributed something major yeah. to society. Well, if, if I passed away this evening, uh, <laughs> I'm sure that my family and, and immediate circle would be heavily impacted. But the and world all of, the fans of all the million fans yeah, of the show. All the fans of our show. But fans of our music that we haven't released yet. <laughs> But Sorry. the <laughs> multitudes around the world would not give a shit, yeah. and I wouldn't expect them to. Correct. So, <laughs> that's straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. I don't give a fuck that you don't give a fuck if I die. Um, I care if you die, though. Well, yeah, but you guys. We do. We you're, do. You're, you're, I was speaking to the masses. Oh, he's speaking circle. to the masses. Yeah. He doesn't care if the masses recognize his death. No. That's what he's because I wouldn't expect them to. I haven't done anything for them. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're trying. We're trying, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'd get famous if you died, Nick. That might be. We could arrange so, that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll keep a lookout. We could fake your death, get huge, and then be like, ha! Ah, just He's back. He's back. <laughs> we could, uh, we could bill it as a resurrection, too. We could, yeah. we wouldn't just say you're back, we'd just simply say that you'd risen, and then we'd <laughs> just go from there. <laughs> go from there. By the way, it was, uh, Noreen Corcoran. She was 72, and, uh, she was the star of... Uh, the television show Bachelor Father from 1957 to 1962. Yeah, I've never I don't seen an episode of that. Never seen it. Don't, but I'm sure that, that uh, some people out there have, and yep. that matters to them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like that, then you can just uh, go fly somebody, a kite. Yeah, that's row right. your boat. Fly a kite. Uh, somebody on my. That's too young for a woman. 72s. Mm-hmm. 69 is too young for anyone. Yeah. I look at I look at the 60s age as 
you know, not to fall into that trend of, well, 60 is the new 50, but really it is. I mean, look at uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's 67, still rocking the guns, you know, riding his bike everywhere. I mean, even Harrison Ford, he's 73, still kicking ass as Han Solo. He has to run in that movie, and it's not CGI. The dude's actually running, Bender, do you running think, and gunning. Uh, do you expect Han Solo to be uh, to Her- for Harrison Ford to reprise his role as Han Solo in uh, Episode Twelve? <laughs> no. <laughs> do you think he'll He's... star in the prequel about a young Han Solo? <laughs> <laughs> He's done. He's done with Star Wars. Yeah. I think he's been done with Star Wars since Episode Four. What if they cast him as the little boy version? <laughs> Just I read that the an- the uh, anthology solo movie of Han Solo is going to take place about ten years before the events of A New Hope, in which Hans or Harrison Ford was thirty four years old in nineteen seventy seven. So. How how cool would it be if a uh, 75-year-old Harrison Ford was playing a, a 24-year-old on Solo? <laughs> I don't... Come on. I think, you know... I, I'd like to hear one person make a case for, for it and one against it right now. Why don't we do that? Oh. I, uh, I mean, there's make CGI. a case against I'm it? for it. You're for it? <laughs> I was hoping to hear Nick give his... No, I'm going to go for it. You're, you're for it? <laughs> sure. I'm going to tell you why it won't you're gonna work. You're going to go Tron Legacy on us? Tron and... Legacy, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Give him some... There's going to be a lot of action in this Han Solo movie. <laughs> and action means a lot of physical work, a lot of labor, a lot of long hours. And for one thing, Harrison Ford just can't hang. He can't do that anymore. Yeah. He would have a heart attack. If he somehow were able to get himself in shape, they're going to have to make him look young. He's in shape. He was, he was, well, you never heard about these <laughs> interviews where he's talking about how winded he is after every take. <laughs> this is made up. And he was just <laughs> so made up. He was done with it after about three days on set. He went to JJ and said, help me out. So they had to give him some uppers to get him around. Yeah, <laughs> they gave him some. But that's some not the, that's not even that's not the crux of my point here. The biggest problem with Harrison Ford coming back for the young Han Solo mm. is how they're going to make him look like a young boy. And the way they're going to do that is you got these Hollywood uh, magicians out there who are going to try and put all this makeup on him, and then have him run around everywhere. And when he starts sweating, all that makeup is going to start running off, and you're going to see right through it. And in certain shots, he's going to look 25, and others, he's going to look like an old man. It's not going to make any sense. <laughs> so to me, I would leave it alone and go out and find a, a real young kid who yeah. can come in and play that role just the way that he did. The way you're and talking about it sounds like it's not going to be a 24 year old Han Solo. You're you're thinking of. Casting maybe like a fifteen-year-old to play a twenty-five-year-old Han yeah. Solo. Yeah. So would you have a fifteen-year-old with makeup to make him look twenty-five? Well, no, because you're going to run into the same issues with the makeup okay. dripping off. And then so how would you make drips, him look older? Well, get an old-looking fifteen-year-old. 
No, well, you would start there, but then you know certain lifestyles and uh, and in certain circumstances that people go through will age them very quickly. Okay, so very I would stressed out fifteen-year-old. I would, yeah, I would make sure that if uh, he wasn't a smoker, that he became one very quickly <laughs> and get him to smoke a lot, <laughs> and then also make his life very very stressful. Yeah, um, for about a year before sh- they shoot, just have an air horn wake him up in the middle of the night every maybe twenty five minutes. Yeah, a soccer horn goes off in his ear. Dump ice water on him. Give him that nice uh, those nice light bags under the eyes not too bad because mm-hmm. we're going for 25 not 35 we yeah. don't want to overshoot it dale who's a good 15 year old to cast as uh han solo hmm. <laughs> i'm trying to think of, i'm trying to think of a good a good star that's like kicking it right now it's around that age mm-hmm. um well why don't we say this why don't we say who w- let's just say it doesn't have to be a 15 year old playing a 25 year old because let's face it that is the ideal thing to do, but let's say you have to go with the true age. Someone between 20 and 30. Well, why don't you give both? Because I still want to hear your 15-year-old. And then you can give Bob his mid-20s bullshit. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's not even going to work. But hmm. just 15-year-old that could pull off... Han Solo, because Han Solo has got a real attitude. I'm trying to think. Keep mind, got the edge to do. Yeah, we we range in age from 23 to 30, so um, we're not really up to snuff. I would say on our 15 year olds. I know. I'm trying. I I was thinking of the kid from Jurassic World. Maybe he doesn't have to be an actor, a musician. I don't know any. Another celebrity. Like <laughs> Justin Bieber is not 15 anymore. He's like 20 now. Or How 21. about the Jonas? I'm boys. pretty sure he's like 25. The, the <laughs> Whatever, dude. Are we calling? Are we say, still saying no he's Google 21. on the show? Um, How old's Justin Bieber? Justin Bieber is 21. Oh, oh yeah, 21. 21. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Wrong. We've got. We've got to figure out a 15 year old. Yeah, Jay Beebs is um, yeah, no. too old to play a young Han Solo. I don't, I don't know any 15-year-old. Too actors. old to play a 25-year-old. Or 15-year-old. I don't know any old 15-year-old kids. I know. <laughs> Drake Bell's old now, too. What the fuck? What Everybody's do you think old. about... What do you think? And he got a DUI. Here, to throw back, what do you think about the kid who played Anakin Skywalker? Ooh. Um, yeah, him to play the <laughs> He's like Han our age. <laughs> Um, he also got a DUI. I, I didn't. I didn't care for him too much either. To be no. honest, no. <laughs> what if we got? What if we got Jonathan Lipnicki to play? Who's that? I'm pretty sure the he's... little kid from Jerry Maguire. Yeah, he can't be any older. An AI. And AI. I'm way Jerry, off. He's gotta be Jerry he, He's old he's now. Gotta be in his no. 20s too. He's in no. Yoga Posers. And no, he's probably around the same. Old. No, he's no, around the same Haley age. No, that's Haley Joel Osment. Yeah, but no, I'm talking Jonathan Lipnicki. He's another young boy. Lipnicki is old now too. He's in his 20s. Nah, he never left his child stage. Okay. Well. <laughs> hmm. Are we. Because uh, I'll be Google. I'll, I will literally Google fuck. Everyone right now and screw up your ideas of how old people are. No, we can't. We can't open that. Door. Okay, how about simple math? Let's just go by the movie. The Phantom Menace came out in 1999. Uh, the kid plays a nine-year-old. Yeah, but he was much younger than nine. <laughs> Let's say he was just 
Let's say he's a newborn. <laughs> I think he was only about three years old. <laughs> that would mean he was born in 96. So he'd be 20 years old. <laughs> you can, you're underestimating how old we are right now. <laughs> People born in the mid-90s are in their 20s now, almost. I mean, 96 and prior, you're over 20. I didn't think they filmed, uh, they didn't actually film Phantom Menace until 2001. <laughs> it came out in 99. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Attack of the Clones came out in 2002, and Revenge of the Sith came out in 05. I think your dates are off. <laughs> but I still want to hear Dale's 15-year-old. Okay. Well, the, well, the, the only 15-year-old-ish actor that I can think of who's good and could kill it might be whoever, whatever the kid's name is in The Walking Dead, Carl. Okay, Carl. Coral. Coral. Yeah, Coral. Yeah. Um, he can't know. be a day over twelve, though. He's a little no, too he's young. He's got to be fifteen no, or sixteen. No, he's, he's, he's probably he's fifteen. I'm yeah. saying he's around ten or eleven no. right now. Maybe when the show what? started. Have you seen Have you seen The Walking Dead recently? He's dead. No, he's I don't like, need to have seen The Walking Dead to know that kid is not fifteen. He's already. Years old. He's on the cover of girly magazines already. Oh, he's whatever. going through puberty on the show, and it's awkward. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you go through puberty around I know, 10, but 11 it's years like, old. It's, I, it's <laughs> That's just when I went see, through it. I've only ever seen the first season, but I recently saw an episode from, what's the latest season, season six? I, I got and my I first just, test of when like, I was nine. Oh, okay. Yeah. That is, yeah. Huh, growing up on screen. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, so we got we got an 11-year-old who's disqualified because he's not no, old enough to play young. No, he'll be okay. <laughs> We've got. That's the only like teenage actor that I can think of. What about the kid from Jurassic World? We haven't even brought him up. I've never even seen that. He's a younger James Franco. Yeah, he's a good-looking dude. Yeah, he's got that that slicked back, uh, nice brown hair. Yeah, he'll do. He. I saw him on Conan. He's a nice young boy. Yeah, he's a better actor than Coral. Yeah, for sure. Coral's not a very good actor. I don't. I've never even seen The Walking Dead, and I know that Coral's a bad actor. I don't even know who this Jurassic World kid is. I don't know his name. But well, I would actually see so you could get the kid from the original Jurassic Park. He might be a good. <laughs> so that kid's got to be older than every one of us here oh, combined. No. He was like ten in 1993, so no, he wasn't that old. He was at least ten. No, he was probably my age. He was probably probably about <laughs> six or seven. I was going to say three or four. Well, <laughs> conservative estimate, yeah. one or two. <laughs> I feel Even like, then, that I feel like at, he was probably six months old. Well, that would still put him at you know twenty two years, twenty two, twenty three years old. So he's if we're going in the realistic range to play young yeah. Han Solo. What? Okay, so let's. We got our actor. It's going to be Carl from either no, Carl from Walking yeah. Dead or the kid from Jurassic World. It's going to be the fifteen-year-old version. Mm-hmm. But who's going to be the mid-twenties actor that you would cast as as a mid-twenties Han Solo? Which we know is very far-fetched that they're going to do that. But <laughs> I believe Jonah Hill, Hill is in his thirties. Yes. But <laughs> still looks like he's in his twenties. Well, Michael Sarah. I think, he, <laughs> I think he's older too. What Michael Sarah is older than 
He, no, Michael Sarah is my age, almost exactly. What I about Chris might be a year class? Who's that? <laughs> We're just going with the cast of Superbad now. <laughs> How about Chloe Grace Moretz? To play young Han Solo? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who that is. She was in Kick-Ass, and she's in Let Me In. So you want a, a, a girl, girl to play Han Solo? No. No. <laughs> what, about, what about Aaron Johnson from Kick-Ass? Hey, wh- why are we glossing over the obvious choice here? Who, Brad Pitt? Uh, well... <laughs> who is the obvious Yeah, you choice? opened my eyes with that one. I think he's... He's uh, a little too young for the role. Yeah, I know well, he's in his early twenties. Yeah, he's up to uh, come, Does anyone come remember Indiana Jones, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? Yeah, Shia, Shia LaBeouf. LaBeouf. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I would I would be down with young that. Han Solo, that. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, I. He, they I tried to make him into a young indie, but the bad writing, you know, yeah. it wasn't his fault that the Mutt Williams character didn't catch on, you know. I enjoy his work, and I was yeah. a big fan of Even Stevens, so I would yeah, sign yes. off on that. I was a big fan of uh, the Do It video yeah. that he put out. I think his style of humor, the kind of meta, you know, he knows he's famous, so he just fucks with people. Thing. That video wasn't even all funny. I think it was motivational. <laughs> Well, it got me off my ass the first time I saw it. I went right to the gym and uh, did a did a nice bench press workout. Listening to the audio clip yep. of that on repeat. It's unorthodox. Over the over the theme yeah. that plays in all the Saw sure. movies, the I'll get you going. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf so motivating you. Our mid twenties. Well. Shia LaBeouf may be in his late teens, but we'll gloss over that. Yeah. And just say he's able to play young Han Solo. So who's your who's your pick, Nick, for the young youthful Han Solo reboot? Um People were saying Chris Pratt for a while, but we know it's gonna take place ten years before a new hope and Chris Pratt is in his mid thirties, so he's thirty six. And he's already Star-Lord, who's essentially Han Solo in a different universe, so... I hope they cast an unknown, in an all unknown. honesty. What if That's they, probably your best bet. What if yeah. they brought but in, you're about to make a case for why Harrison Ford's going to play a young Han Solo. No, as, I just want, him, I just want him to pull a Star Trek and have him show up <laughs> from the future, Leonard Nimoy style. <laughs> <laughs> what if they brought in Dean I mean, Ambrose? Dean Ambrose is a young Han Solo... Hmm. Uh, how he does kind of have that that weird crooked rug, grin rugged thing look about. Yeah. How's how's uh, Dean Ambrose's acting skills? Well, I haven't seen Twelve <laughs> Rounds Four. I've heard it was the best Twelve Rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I actually want to watch it. I want to see Ambrose act. Yeah, I, I think do. that'd be intriguing. He was good in the Terminator commercial. Yeah, he, he was does. when he put out the cigar on Arnold's shoulder there. Yeah. He played the the bar, the bar dickhead. Yeah, who, uh, yeah. Need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle. <laughs> bar Fuck you, bar fly. Yeah, is that what he'd be in the credits? <laughs> <laughs> bar fly number one. So hmm. we're not gonna go with Harrison Ford CGI'd to look younger, which is what I, I wanted you to make a, a case for, oh. but you're now refusing. Yeah. So I'm gonna make a case for it. Oh. 
here's why Harrison Ford CGI to look younger is going to work, in my opinion. The man is still physically fit. No matter what you say about him, you're trying to bring him down, make him look like this old geezer. He's running, you know, half marathons every few weeks. He'll go out and just run a half marathon. He doesn't enter into the race. He'll just show up and run it. A lot of times, either win or finish second or third. Guy's in great shape. Uh, you know, if you ever see him in, a, in jeans and t-shirt, he's got a very nice uh, muscular physique. He looks like a man much younger than he is. So you uh, erase some of those lines on his face, man. And you don't ha- now you don't have to recast the iconic character of Han Solo and worry about somebody mucking it up. Uh, one of your one of your uh, uh, you know new actors, these young kids like Shia LaBeouf and uh, Brad Pitt that are up and comers that can't can't hang with the original Han Solo. How about Justin Long? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't think he's got it. I, I no. can't picture him in the role. That's why you do the the Tron legacy, you CGI Harrison Ford's face and smooth it out a little bit. What if you and, brought uh, in... have him running around the universe and... Here's one for you. Bring in Jeff Bridges and CGI him to a young Jeff Bridges to play young Han Solo. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my second choice to Harrison Ford. Being CGI'd to look younger, playing a younger Han Solo. Because I could have seen a young Jeff Bridges play that character. I mm-hmm. think he would have. Also, uh, Kurt Russell's audition for yeah. Han Solo was pretty impressive, too. Yeah. He could have been a, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to say that now because Harrison Ford's such a household name, but I think Kurt Russell could have done it. What do you guys think? Kurt Thinking. Russell? He definitely auditioned for Han Solo. You can watch the watch it on YouTube, and he actually—I mean—he's wearing like the vest and stuff. I can see that. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty decent. I mean, I can picture it. It's just like when you have a character like that Mm. that's so iconic. You just—it's so. Well, that's why we're not going to recast him. We're going to go with CGI Harrison Ford. (laughs) I think that at this point they should just call the movie off. Yeah, I honestly that might be better because <laughs> none of these ideas are appealing to me. No, if we're if we're being real now, well, that's why they should cast an unknown or you know an up and comer, much like uh, the kid in the new Spider Man movie. Yeah, like that probably is going to be cool because nobody fucking knows who that kid is. I don't think Tom Holland is not his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, well, you're I'm gonna know him. They're gonna. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that, like, he's just kind of coming out of nowhere, you know? Any athletes? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. There's not that. really that, I mean, maybe I've been out of the world of sports for too long, but uh, I don't think anybody really has the charisma. Tom Brady? <laughs> no. <laughs> Tom Brady came out in support of he who will not be named on this show for fear of giving him free press. And I don't like that, so I don't. I no longer what? am in really? support of Tom Brady. He did. He. It wasn't like a full blown. I like this guy. It was like a. He's not bad kind of thing. Like I. I. I dig him in hmm. a way. Yeah. It was. 
I'd love to hear the actual sound bite, but... Did you see the little girl singing and dancing video? Yes, I did. Jesus and I don't Christ. even want to... God. Man. Shit's just, Woo. uh... <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, we don't want to give press to anybody. To our but if you like that guy, then... Thousands of fans, but... <laughs> yeah, uh, if you like he who will not be named, you should probably just shut this show off. Yeah. You're not going to um, like a lot of what we have to say. If you're... <laughs> <laughs> um, Call him Fart Boy. Yeah, Fart fart Boy. <laughs> <laughs> because in in uh, the UK, that's what his last name means. Trump? Oh, yeah, yeah. Fart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man, I said his name. Well, Shit. It's headed in okay. context of farting. So. That's true. I... Yeah, I trumped. Yeah, I'm going to start saying that, actually, farting. every time I yeah. fart. Yeah. It's going to have to be, like, really big, nasty farts, I which are the majority of my farts. Yeah. <laughs> which we all know. <laughs> at least you normally leave the room. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm at least, yeah, I'm not that guy who just shits himself and laughs about how everybody has to sit there in the stink. Well, I learned about uh, trumping. Mm-hmm. From Jerry Jackson videos. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's too bad more people don't know that here. Yeah. I feel like that's some good... Good political fodder yeah. there. Yeah. Good for some muckraking. <laughs> Did you learn about muckraking in school? No. No? Uh, but it sounds fun. Yeah. You they... take a rake and go out in the muck and just rake it around, huh? Yeah, it's a, that was like the the phrase they came up with for that style of political uh, propaganda when uh, it first started happening, you know, where, where instead of talking about the issues and what you plan to do, you just talk shit about the other candidate, Yeah, and you muckrake. Well, that seems to be uh, the majority of what they do now. Yeah. It's not talking about why you should vote for me, it's why you should not vote for the other person, Yeah, because they're a dick. I've heard that uh, Hillary Clinton's new, her new strategy is to try to say that Mr. Bernie Sanders is too old, mm-hmm. and uh, try to say, don't vote for him, he's too old, he could die in office. Um, if you, Fender, <laughs> if you had to write in uh, one uh, inanimate candidate for president... What would it be? Inanimate, not a person. Yeah, I know what <laughs> fucking inanimate. <laughs> well, uh, a statue of Paul Bunyan. A statue of Paul Bunyan. He represents uh, strength and patriotism and uh, mm-hmm. pioneering spirit. And yeah. he's got a big blue ox. Mm-hmm. That would and be the VP, a, I guess. Yeah. He's got a big axe too. Yeah. He's got an ox and an axe. Yeah. I guess you could call him uh, Mr. Ox Dale? Or Axe Ox. Ox. For president? Yeah. Inanimate object. <clears throat> yeah. Um. Hmm. I will go with a bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is exactly what this country needs. <laughs> bacon, bacon cheeseburger. Great. Uh, VP? Any... 
Any pr- well, oh, hold on. Rides. Before no, we yeah. go there, <laughs> does, the bacon, does the bacon cheeseburger have to be from any particular restaurant? Or is it a homemade bacon uh, and um, cheese? It's not a particular place, but here's the places that it cannot be from. <laughs> <laughs> it cannot be from McDonald's. Could it be a Wendy's Junior Bacon? Or not would it have junior, to be a Baconator? Junior, if, it's right? from, if it's from Wendy's, it would have to be the Baconator because that's like the most serious sandwich there that mm-hmm. it takes its job the most serious out of all their sandwiches. Funny. Uh, it can't be from Wendy or see now I'm, <laughs> it cannot be from McDonald's. No McDonald's. Cannot be from Burger King. No Burger King. I would prefer a like a higher quality than fast food. Like How about Red Robin? Red Robin. Yeah, Red, Red, Red Robin. Robin. Red Robin. Yum. That that could work. That'd be like one of those like What about steak and shake? No. Frisco melt. Well, that's not bacon cheeseburger. That might be um, my favorite. Bread Red Robin could work. Um, you seem slightly... Well, you know what? Because I've never really been impressed with Red Robin. Really? Yeah, it's okay. I love Red Robin. It's okay. I'm a big Red Robin fan. I worked at a, at a burger place um, called Flip Daddy's there uh-huh. for a little while, and... I always thought that Flip Daddy's had better burgers than, than Red Robin. So did. you would... And, but you would, I'm not saying theirs are the best. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. But out of all of the bacon burgers you've eaten, would you uh, would you nominate Flip Daddy's to the seat of the presidency before all the others? Flip Daddy's bacon cheeseburger. For president. <laughs> For president. Um, it's, oh, man. That's not the best bacon cheeseburger I've ever had. The best bacon cheeseburger I've ever had is a little as from a little restaurant in downtown Mason called Wildflower. Mm-hmm. Completely like organic restaurant. They like grow all their own veggies like in their little greenhouse. That's the best burger I've ever had. I will vote for them. Okay. Wildflower bacon cheeseburger. You got my vote for president. And fries <laughs> with some fries. And fries is the VP. Yeah. Okay. See that, that this sucks because this is making me hungry now. <laughs> Not that I'm gonna go out and get a bacon cheeseburger. Um, I partake of a plant-based diet, but uh, let me see. Inanimate object. Yeah. For president of the U.S. Yeah. Um, when I was when I was growing up as a child, uh, one of my uh, dearest memories was playing with action figures a lot, and uh, sometimes they weren't actually action figures, uh, sometimes they were just little statues that you were supposed to just stand on your little desk or your mantle or something, and I would use them as action figures anyway, and I had a little uh, cast iron uh, Batman, Michael Keaton version, and uh, I would like to nominate him <laughs> For uh, president of the U.S., <laughs> cast iron his, Michael Keaton Batman. His VP. Um, his VP would probably be uh, my Terminator action figure. Um, on his hand, it was an Arnold Schwarzenegger Terminator, so a T eight hundred, and there was a little uh, lever on his arm that you would press towards his fist, so it would just kind of slide towards his fist, and a. Uh, <laughs> What looked like a uh, a metal stick would just come out of his knuckles, <laughs> which never happened in the yeah. movie. <laughs> but he that action figure would be my VP. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. What about, what and about I'd like to mention that the cast iron Michael Keaton Batman that I had was about an inch and a half tall. <laughs> How big was, was the Terminator? The Terminator was about six inches. <laughs> okay. So, 
But the little boy, he's made out of cast iron, so he's very strong. So he could take out the biggest action figures in the bunch. So that's kind of the symbology. Yes. It's like Yoda. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, Luke thinks he's looking for a great warrior mm-hmm. in uh, Dagobah. And, uh, you know, Yoda kind of takes his expectations and flushes them right down the toilet with yesterday's doo-doo. So, <laughs> or throws them in the trash with yesterday's junk. Dale, what was the what was the symbology behind the the bacon cheeseburger? <laughs> um, it? you know what? I, how would it, how would it inspire think, the people? He's thinking about eating one. Yeah, right well, now, that's that's, that's a big one because <laughs> that just sounds delicious. But, um, well, honestly, like from little bit from like watching some of the debates that I've I've watched, I. You know what? A bacon cheeseburger makes just as much sense to mm-hmm. me as some of the things that these uh, candidates say and do. And uh, I, um, if you, if you he won't. That, if you use the, the bacon cheeseburger, flour. won't bargain. Mm-hmm. It won't uh, give in to terrorism. It won't uh, budge on the issues. No, you know? no, Hardy, <laughs> but not from Hardy's. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> no, Hardy's is awesome. It, are had, you I've fucking had, serious, I dude? I will, I will have a straight up Democrat Repub debate with you about how terrible Hardy is. <laughs> I don't right think now. Hardy's is terrible. I Ugh. enjoy it. I, like I, I only, I only, I, I rarely, rarely eat it. But when I do, I, I very. Much I ate yeah. there on a family trip to Disney World. And I got food poisoning oh. from a monster burger. When I was twelve, so that <laughs> no, was on the monster burger first came out. Anything. Well, it was cold bacon. The bacon was like half cooked. I mean, come on, Hardee's, you need to do something to impress me right now. Well, when's the last Maybe time you, you gave him a go shot? back to a Hardee's? Well, like, <laughs> what can I eat inside a Hardee's? Whatever you want. Six months well, ago, I you can't eat inside I don't eat, Well, I don't eat meat anymore, well, so... When you start eating meat again, go get a <laughs> Well, I'm not going to start eating meat again. Okay? Well, they also well, have... Missing out. They have some <laughs> vegetarian options as well. Well, I'm not a vegetarian either. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm nominating a fucking... <laughs> I'm going to nominate... Uh, uh, <laughs> oh man, I didn't want to have this conversation on our podcast when until somebody you know was like, "Why the fuck aren't you drinking milk or eating eggs anymore?" But I don't eat eggs either. No, you have I'm given done. people shit for this diet. Well, so <laughs> you're a hypocrite. I was I wrong. The, the shit being tossed around. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> new new evidence, new shit has came to light for me, and I uh, made a made a career choice of sorts, and uh, here we are. So, and still looking pretty big these days. I flexed for the uh, microphone, so the power of that flex hopefully uh, uh, comes through on the podcast. So, there we go. Do you eat fish? No, no, fish is not a vegetable. As much as I was just asking, there's like some people who don't eat meat, but they still eat fish for whatever goddamn reason. I live that lie. Pescatarian, pescatarian. Yes, sounds like a religion. A lie. Sounds like it makes sense. 
So yeah, for dietary reasons. Yeah. But if you're stopping eating meat for for moral reasons, it doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Well, and you, yeah. I mean, we don't need to. You're not. I mean, we can have this keto? conversation. No, it's not that. I just don't want to. I don't want to consume animal shit anymore. I don't. I don't think it's good for you. I, I think the whole milk industry's uh, yeah, is exactly. is almost as bad as as eating meat for what they do to the fucking cows, getting them pregnant constantly, and just sucking the milk out of their teats all day long. You know, it's if you saw it, it's it's not. I would never impose this upon anybody. I'm not saying that just because I stopped partaking in animal products that I'm going to run around and tell people. I'm the worst ever. You guys know this. Carrying around fucking chicken in my little containers and stuff. But uh, people can change. And uh, that's what I want to do. So, well, step one. Get, giving a little... Doing a little... Something a little bit different in the new year. Who gets your vote? This is one that I, I came up with uh, years ago, actually. Um, years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's... I don't know, I'll go see what he wants in a sec. Um, Son of a bitch. <laughs> I, oh, man! Can I change mine? No. Can I change no, it? No! No! no, no. Can I, no. Can't Since it, I no. can't change it, can I tell you what I would change no. it to? <laughs> because that's changing it. No, it's not changing it. It's what I would change it having, to. You're having like voters remorse it. right now. <laughs> voters remorse right now. What what would you change it to? Are you gonna allow me this? Yeah, I'm gonna like, redeem just, myself. Just as long I, as you know, I feel no. like the whole thing is you know that it's not actually whole, being changed. The whole plant based diet thing really kind of derailed our fun. So I want to get back on the fun train. I'm still having fun. I'm um, having fun. <laughs> my vote would be if I was able to write in. A new candidate, it would be a VHS copy of The Three Amigos. <laughs> I've never seen it. On VHS. It, it has to be. be on DVD. No. But that who, would be my vote. Who do you, who would uh, your VP be? Yeah. If that VP was... would be a VCR, so I could watch it. <laughs> they work well together. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they bring a lot of good stuff to the table when the two are paired yeah. together. I have a feeling that Nick's going to be very disappointed with you guys letting me uh, at least... I know I can't change my vote, so I'm going to stick with my cast iron, uh, you know, uh, uh, Michael Keaton Batman, but I just wanted you guys to know that there there are a million possibilities, and if I were to be asked that question before I gave my answer, it would be a, uh, a VHS copy of Three Amigos <laughs> with the running mate... A VCR, a working VCR. <laughs> I still haven't heard Nick's vote. I'm curious because he he said he, he established this years ago. He's been thinking about this for a Nick's long time. Nick's just yeah. mulling over the fact that he's been watching me fucking down like every turkey burger imaginable for the last three years. <laughs> and he's just, I can tell how disappointed no. he is. I don't give a fuck about your diet. <laughs> <laughs> Eat whatever you want to. Be a pussy. <laughs> you can you could change to foraging only, and I would give you a thumbs up. Are there people like that? Foragers? Yeah, I'm sure in certain parts of the world. 
Do you well? Do you think there's some kind of liberal like hierarchy where of of uh, vegetarian and veganism where there's one group that's just like nope, if yeah. you don't forage, yeah, you're fucking everybody up because I'm sure, yeah, because yeah. The, when they grow these crops, they're destroying the world and stuff. So mm-hmm. lessening your footprint would be to walk around the forest and uh, find some. Non-poisonous fungus. To well, the best way to do it is to actually not walk. You set up an elaborate pulley system in the forest <laughs> so you can. But the pulley sort of... system could uh, trip up a, a a fawn. No, it's it's in, it's connected to the tree branches up top. Okay. So you pull yourself along the canopy <laughs> of the forest. <laughs> and you collect things that you find and eat them. Okay. Maybe they're not good for you, but at least you're not uh, hurting the environment. Right. So. I've heard dried leaves in the fall are, are a big favorite among yeah. foragers. Well, they, you have that kind of crunch from a potato yeah. chip, but it's and uh, sprinkle a, a little sea salt on there. Yeah. <laughs> the best way to get salt is to actually work yourself up into a nice sweat and then just... Rub your sweat onto the leaf. Yeah, and that way it, it's all natural and you're not leaving a, a footprint. Yeah. Except for when you have to walk up to the to the pulley system, but there's a system in which before you leave the house, you actually put dirt and grass into your pockets, and then when you climb up onto the pulley system, you look back down onto your footprints and you just kind of drop some soil back into where you stepped. Or the or the pulley goes from your window, so you don't have to walk on the ground. <laughs> that made me think of uh, Home Alone. Yeah, it's like that. <laughs> yeah. On the rope out the window. Yeah. That looked so fucking fun to me as a kid. Yeah. I always wanted to do that. Okay, but my, my pick for Prez, <laughs> I came up with this during maybe the 2004 election. Um, when you knew John Kerry wasn't going to beat Bush. Yeah, and I think... It would have been interesting because his fucking running mate was John Edwards. Yeah. And we all know what happened to him. Yeah. Well, I think I I think I said that I was going to uh, cast my vote for a, a bag of Mike Sells potato chips. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Mike Sells. Probably just regular. Not the regular. barbecue? No. I like the barbecue Those ones. Those are good. Though. Yeah. It's um, a very unique barbecue chip. Mm-hmm. You don't really get that kind of spicy barbecue out of anybody yeah spicy uh, sweet yeah sweet and and spicy Mm -hmm. i would go with (laughs) the bag of mike sells potato chips and for the running mate i would choose uh just one of the blue racket balls (laughs) really yeah (laughs) why why the pair they always bounce back well yeah that's something and and then with the bag of potato chips i think it's a great uh it's just a great representation of uh, discipline and and valor <laughs> because you would have this bag of potato chips that you cannot open and eat. This is your president, you know. <laughs> so that assassination. Is, he just sits yeah. in the Oval Office, mm-hmm. and then everybody who's on his staff has to kind of drop documents on his desk and stuff, or carry him to his next meeting. Yeah. Um, sometimes when they're hungry, yeah. But you, <laughs> you could never break that seal. You have to refrain from eating the president. Do you think? <laughs> do you think anybody would try to maybe go out and buy a bag of Mike Sells 
sneak it into the Oval Office, eat the president, and replace him with another bag of Mike Sells? Um, well, I'd hope security would not let that happen. But <laughs> you would never know. I don't think. Well, I think you could what know. What if they implanted sure... a chip into yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into the president <laughs> chips? Oh man. Mm. Uh, yeah. Off topic, but uh, my bank that I work at um, in the new year, we're going to be switching to uh, chip based uh, yeah, I can't debit wait. cards. Can't wait. And uh, the slogan is um, uh, "Dip the chip." Um, so when you swipe your card, you'll be dipping your chip into a card reader now. Well, only if the card reader is positioned in the right way. <laughs> I know that. You know, well, I didn't write the slogan. I know, but that's stupid. <laughs> They can't account for how everyone's going to have their machine set up. That's right, because some of them will still be swipes. Well, not only that, but even if they're just at the wrong angle, yeah. you'd have to slide, not dip. Not dip, yeah. It'd have to be a, a vertically oriented machine. And most of them that I've seen, you slide. insert the card like in the bottom, so you're yeah. pushing it up into so the card reader. you're not dipping the chip, you're inserting it. Yeah. So it, does, it loses I've never, its I've never dipped my chip from the bottom up, <laughs> like moving vertically. It's always a downward motion. That's dipping. It's like this isn't dipping, right? is it? No. Even if you could? I mean, like, I guess if you had, like, sour cream and onion dip where... And it was in a waterfall. Huh? It was like a waterfall sour cream and onion fountain. Well, yeah. This our, whole food thing is making me really hungry. Well, I was just thinking if the dip was... Um, if it had the consistency so that you could turn it upside down, it wouldn't fall out. Right. Then you too. could just hold the container upside down yeah. and then dip your chip from the bottom, mm-hmm. moving upwards. But that's so. Or amazing. you could do a handstand and uh, insert your card while your while your body's inverted, yeah. so your perspective would be different. I don't like that no. slogan. <laughs> dip the chip. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not actually. My company slogan, it's the slogan of, like, you know, the the company that's producing the chip cards. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well. Dip the chip. Uh, not good. We're going to no. say no on dip the chip. Yeah. Um, are we any closer to having next week's uh, podcast topic? No. I had uh, one thought come to mind. <laughs> Earlier, uh, I was actually going to. Say, what about Rule Thirty Four? No, no, <laughs> that's not what I was going to say. I was going to say the career of Haley Joel Osment. Oh, that could yeah. be interesting. That would take a little research on our ends. Mm-hmm. Um, we could compare. We could do that, or we could. Um, what if we did a comparison of Haley so Joel Osment, Jonathan Libnicki? And did a parallel and saw who came out the victor, really. Because they were, they were on top at the roughly the same time, you know? Or around, within a couple years of each other. What if it was a versus? Yeah. Versus yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, see who wins. Yeah, you draw the parallels between the two careers, see where they are now, where they've been, where they're going. Mm-hmm. And then you decide who's the more viable uh, candidate for the young Han Solo, young Han Solo movie. <laughs> Between those two. <laughs> Alright, I 
think we should let's yeah let's keep that. I'm gonna warn anybody who's gonna be backing Haley Joel Osment. Jonathan Lipnicki posted a selfie like a year ago, and he's like ripped now. And it was his last ever selfie. Yeah, he was like all sweaty and shirtless, and he's like jacked. Well, Haley you know, Joel Osment's like 300 pounds. Yeah, now. but he's been working with Kevin Smith, so I automatically think he's cooler than Jonathan Lipnicki. Yeah, that could be true, and you could always put him into training and get him to... Or you could have the storyline be that young Han Solo oh, had a weight problem yeah. and didn't gain his confidence. Could have made that Kessel run five parsecs faster if he wasn't so overweight. Right. That's a good point. Well, that you'll have to... Tune in next week <laughs> to get the. Well, I don't know. We haven't. We're not deciding yet. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's that, true. But that, I think that's a good option to keep around. So, I would say you have to piss. <laughs> <laughs> well, do they do that go. during the Bob and Tom show? I'll hear, him, say, I'll hear him get up and leave. You'll sometimes. hear him get up and walk out. Yeah, because there's no way they can do that whole show without getting up and going to the oh, bathroom. No. It's well, hours long. There's commercial breaks. Yeah, that's true. That but too, and I've heard a lot of podcasts where the guests will literally like, "How's like going to the bathroom work?" Like, Just go to the bathroom. You're like, we're gonna be here for three hours. Go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> it's an uncomfortable level of needing to piss. Well, so work. Go take I care of that. I don't know how much time we have left, but um. We can do, uh, I, would, I would say, another half hour. Yeah. So, what happened there? I don't know. This seat's a little... Yeah, it's, it's not the greatest <laughs> chair. Yeah, I thought it was going to let me go there for a second. But we're oh. good. All right, good. Oh. Has anyone seen Star Wars again recently? No. I was going to go again this week. And then no. I did get to see two new movies last weekend. I saw The Revenant. Oh, and the hateful eight. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Both two days in a row. I had a great weekend. <laughs> how how would you rate both of them? Both of them were fantastic movies. Really, really good. The Revenant, so intense, mm-hmm. super super intense movie. Leonardo DiCaprio is a monster. He's and he doesn't even have that many lines in that movie. He doesn't really speak that much. He's just it's all just acting, and it is it's insane. The there. There's a scene where there's a there's a bear attack and it is hard to watch. It's feels real. Obviously, it's not, but it is. Whew, they did a really good job. He deserves his Oscar for that one. <laughs> How about uh, Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight. If if you like Quentin Tarantino's style of writing and directing, it is brilliant. I can see some some people like if you don't like the movie like the Reservoir Dogs, for instance. A lot of dialogue. There's they're kind of in the warehouse, basically the entire movie. Yeah, and I could see, if if you don't like that, hatefully it's probably not for you. It's uh, like the whole movie is a three hour movie, and it takes place in like two different scenes, so to speak. It's they're in a horse drawn carriage, just four people talking, and then they're locked in a cabin with like eight people, and that's the whole movie essentially. It's really really good dialogue. It's my favorite part about Tarantino. Yeah. Stuff. It's it's just and just the way he films it is so good and it's uh, it's really really good and then like you know shit hits the fan it's like unexpectedly and out of nowhere and it's it's awesome. I didn't really, know really uh, I didn't know Tim Roth was in it. Yes, uh, and I'm very excited because I love Tim Roth. How badass is Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell, <laughs> Kurt Russell is 
awesome in that movie. Okay. He plays a real dickhead. Right. <laughs> That's really, what I was hoping really for. Good. Yeah. Okay. Play, yeah. Plays a guy that that not many people could get along with kind of guy. <laughs> you know, speaking of movies where you don't switch uh, scenery very often, two that come to mind that I really enjoy are uh, Phone Booth. One. Have you ever heard or heard I've, of seeing I've that? heard of it. I've, I've never seen, seen it. I know Kiefer Sutherland's in it, isn't he? Yeah. And so is Colin Farrell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very intense. It's I've like, heard it's very good. It's basically like uh, Kiefer Sutherland is like a, a hitman, basically. And he has Colin Farrell like trapped in a phone booth for the entire movie. And he's talking to him on the phone. <laughs> Um, yeah, and basically he's like, you know, if you leave or if you tell anyone what's going on, then I'll shoot you. And so it's, the whole movie is him trying to figure out what he's going to do. Another one is, uh, oh, jeez, I think it's called Buried. Buried with Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, which I thought, just when I heard the concept, it was like, how the fuck can you make a movie interesting where a guy is just like in In a a box for an hour and a half, but... It was a really good movie. They did it. I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That just means the dialogue's really good. If yeah. You, if that can carry an entire movie, then you know it's just really well written if, if just speaking can draw your attention to it like that. Bob, did you ever see Phone Booth or Buried? No, but I was just going to bring up that concept of something, a story being so small and self-contained. There's actually, I think, a movie with Hayden Christensen where he's uh, he's got locked-in syndrome, mm-hmm. uh, so he's completely paralyzed, can't move or talk or do anything, uh, but he's completely aware, and they operate on it's him. It's called Awake, I think. Awake, yeah. So he gets operated on while he's completely, can feel everything, so they're just like cutting him open and... He's screaming on the inside. Hmm. It's horrifying. Yeah, but I think that he also like. I think in that movie that they also sort of like project him walking around the hospital. Like he's not. It's not so just it's an hour and a half of him well, being operated on. I've never seen the film. But I'm pretty sure. I'm not saying it's like supernatural, mm-hmm. but he's not just on a table the whole yeah. time. You know, like he his consciousness. Other stuff. Gets yeah, other around. stuff happens. Okay. And, I'm pretty sure Mila Kunis is in that movie. Hmm. I think some chick is in it with him. I have an idea for a movie where uh, it takes place at a buffet line. <laughs> well, there's the Seinfeld episode that takes place all in a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, waiting for the table. Yeah, caught right. I say caught right. Movie great. No one, no one yeah. say anything. Yeah, I hang out. Yeah, that's true. She say good locations yeah. in gravy. Yeah, gravy. That we, uh, we, I think we talked about that briefly on a past show. Yeah, but yeah, that was inside that was of the movie. restaurant for pretty much the whole time. Or you, I could go through oodles of horror movies yeah. that take place in one. You know. Oh, I just watched the Final Girls. By the way, how was it? It was really good. I yeah. uh, with when 2015 was coming to an end. You know. Uh, people were posting like their top 10 lists and stuff a lot of horror pages doing yeah. that and uh final girls was showing up on like every top 10 list pretty uh surprisingly touching at times really? yeah 
yeah, so I'm excited to see it. Um, maybe you can take that home with you tonight. Yeah, that'd be cool. A little door prize. <laughs> Have you uh, seen the movie Frozen, where it takes place on the ski lift? Oh, it's like no, people stuck on a ski yeah. lift and below zero temperatures. There's also open water that mm-hmm, takes place. Yeah. In the, there's also ATM. ATM has Josh Peck in it from Drake and Josh. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. where three people go into like this. It's an outdoor ATM, but it's enclosed. Uh-huh. And it's you know, just an ATM. And then like outside some guy kills another guy and then, like, just stands there and waits for them to leave the ATM to room kill them. to kill them because they're, cool. all, because they're all witnesses now. It's, there's three people in there. Yeah. And so they try to figure out how to... In the vestibule. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> it's almost like, uh... It's, it's, it's a smaller, but it's similar uh. to, like, a rest stop on the highway. Oh, gotcha. You know, it's kind of like... I know what you're talking about. All glass yeah. windows and just like one ATM, but yeah. you, yes, it's, you kind of move around a little name bit. For it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's called a vestibule. Oh, that is it? Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know that. And if you were to take some soup in there, you would have some vestibules. <laughs> <laughs> Something to keep in mind for all you travelers. and the best joke. <laughs> this whole podcast. Did you get that, Dale? No, me neither. <laughs> you didn't get it. I don't get vestibule soup. What does that it mean? Sounds like vegetable. Yeah, it's like oh, vegetable. Hard. What do you mean vestibule. you didn't get it? I didn't. <laughs> I didn't get vegetable What's out of. To get? I didn't get vegetable out of vestibule. I've heard the word vestibule. I know what it means. So I, I was thinking. Yeah, you take your. I thought that was a class A dad joke. <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. Totally, totally class me and Dale. Thank you. I, I had to check with Dale to make sure I wasn't the only retarded one in the room, and Dale was like, "I didn't get it." Either. So I, I mean, I, I guess I understood the vegetable vestibule. I didn't. <laughs> okay. So maybe uh, you're not on the same. I, I guess. Page I guess you are the only retarded person. Well, I know what a vestibule is. Um, I thought a vestibule was the thing you go in to confess your sins to a priest. That's called a vestibule too. Well, is maybe it? it's no, just. I, I think it's it's any it's an enclosure, a small little enclosure. Yeah, it's a vestibule. Yeah, in the Catholic Church. I wonder if. The, well, you're Catholic. The priest Partly. might be in there sometimes enjoying some vestibule soup. <laughs> <laughs> in between clients. Now uh, that you say it, well, when you say it like I could hear a kid who doesn't quite know how to say vegetable. vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said vegetable. <laughs> vegetable. Any, yeah. any soup that he eats in the vestibule is now vestibule soup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't have, it doesn't to, have be to be vegetable soup. <laughs> yeah. Any soup. It could it's be any chicken noodle yeah. soup, but it's any, still uh, vestibule soup. Still That's vestibule. Like a, It'd be the only time they would ever be able to hold an Italian wedding inside a vestibule. <laughs> yeah. And it's a real... This guy. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm on it. I'm back. That was a good one. <laughs> Wedding, Italian wedding soup is really yeah, good. Yeah, I made good. some. Yeah, really, I really made good. some last night and it was fucking dank. Mm. Good. I also love um, what's the other famous Italian soup? Um, um, Chili. No, it's, um, <laughs> I know. It starts with an M. I think. Oh, um, 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 hold on! Don't 
Wait, I know this. Uh, oh, Listeners are gonna be. I know what it is. It's so obvious. Uh, I know what it is. It's my favorite soup. Can minestrone. Yeah. Minestrone. Yeah. Minestrone. That's a Thank you. class A soup there. Yeah. I would take that over Italian wedding, honestly. Minestrone is the greatest soup, in yeah. my opinion. <laughs> I love tomato bisque as well, even though it's very simple. I'm a big tomato bisque fan. I made salmon potato bisque today, and it was lovely. I really like potato soup as well. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. Good yeah. potato soup, too. Yeah, with uh, cheese and some chives. Oh, yeah. I put onions, bacon, and cheese in my potato soup. My stomach is fucking growling. (laughs) We've talked about food a lot. Hey, (laughs) I have a question for you Catholic people. (laughs) I love talking Catholicism. What would would your reaction have been? Maybe this happened to you at some point. During your I never got touched career. by a priest. Was no, the not priest that. Ever <laughs> eating <laughs> soup while I gave a confession? No, not soup. <laughs> I, because that's one. Yeah, that would be weird. But maybe just like you go in for confession and he's like crunching chips or you know, <laughs> eating. A, I have a never candy bar. been in a confessional. If you've, uh, in my experience, as a Catholic person growing up, priests outside of the church are very, you know, kind of jokey. They like to tell jokes and get people to just think that they're, like, a normal person. Like, they'll wear street clothes and stuff, and it's like, oh, it's Father Joe or something, you know? And they act completely like a normal person outside of the church as much as they can because priests are not normal people, as we all know, because they, they can't have a wife or anything and that's just like it's like they're trying to do the Jedi thing in real life and it just turns them into weirdos anyway (laughs) but when they're doing their priest thing they're serious about it you're not going to catch a priest eating in the in the confessional I guarantee you some some priest at some point took in like a pack of skittles or maybe but he's at least going to suck on them he's not going to blatantly just chew and just be like, tell me your sins, my son. I, this one time, funny story. <laughs> I, I was, I'm a really big R.E.M. fan. I grew up listening to R.E.M. Love R.E.M. Also went to Catholic school. And my mom taught at the Catholic school, so we were friends with other teachers. And one of those teachers had a uh, friend who was a priest or mm-hmm. was becoming a priest. Uh, one time we were all out at dinner after probably like a, I don't know, no, I was still in elementary school, so I don't know. We were just out at a pizza place. We were at Casano's, and they had a jukebox, and I asked for some money to play songs on the jukebox, and I got that money, mm-hmm. and one of the songs that I picked as a young R.E.M. fan was Losing My Religion <laughs> while we ate dinner with a priest <laughs> did he say anything about it he did not but my mom was like why did you play this song and I was like it's R.E.M. I don't know I don't understand what's wrong with it priests honestly they'll debate you about I remember by the time I was a, a sophomore in high school at a catholic school most of my class was atheist by then. I mean, it was not... Junior year for me was, like, when everybody started to really not give a fuck. It, it wasn't... And they weren't... At a Catholic school, because it's all boys, 
you don't really give a fuck. Like you just said. Oh, we had we were co-ed. You were co-ed. Mm-hmm. See, I was all I was all boys. When you're all boys, you got your boys with you. It's like a big ass, like just like if you had beer, it'd just be like a bar setting. You just say whatever you want, do whatever you want. Nobody can fucking do anything because it's a Catholic school and. It's hard to describe. It's like being in a fraternity. It's like being in an all-day frat house. And you're just like... Even if you got in trouble, your buddy next to you would get in trouble too. And then you'd be in trouble together. And you don't give a fuck if you're in trouble, if your buddy's chilling with you. Doing brick sheets in detention. So it, it was kind of a... It was sort of like a breeding ground for not giving a shit about anything. So by the time you're a sophomore... You're in those religion classes just raising your hand like, so next, did Jesus bang a goat? And the guy's just like, okay, come on, you know? But they they don't do anything. (laughs) Like, I just remember writing in answers like, then Moses molested a, a child, you know, and... You still pass the class because it's fucking religion class. Religion class was a joke. Oh man, I had an Old Testament class, and people would just like we played the telephone game. For those of you who don't know the telephone game, you should because it's fun. You uh, pick a phrase or something, you know, a sentence, and you start it, and then by the time it gets around the whole room you see how close it is to the beginning phrase by the time it gets to the last person. And uh, who knows what the phrase was. It was probably like, Moses led the Jews out of Egypt. Because it's an OT, uh, Old Testament course. The last kid who had to say what it was to the teacher would not say it. And the teacher forced him to, and he said, uh, the guy's name was Mr. Vinoli. And he said, uh, out loud to a grown man, Mr. Vinoli likes to give rim jobs. I will never fucking forget that as no. long as I live. I still tell that story. What? It still makes people laugh. It will always make people laugh. What did Mr. Vinoli do when. Brick he... sheet! That's what he said what immediately. What does that mean? It's a punishment where you get a, a piece of paper with a bunch of, like, small bricks on it, like a grid, and you have to write in every single, like, one word per per brick for the whole sheet, and he would give you, like, a sentence to write. So you're just writing this sentence over and over again in tiny boxes. Hmm. Who cares? It sounds like something that would be oddly satisfying to finish and look at it and be like, oh, oh yeah, I finished cool. my brick All sheet right. today. <laughs> I feel like Nick would like that because of his oddly small handwriting. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be fun. What if, what if, what if some joker in your class filled his brick sheet with Mr. Vanoli likes to give rim jobs? I think somebody <laughs> did that once. I think he gave them a sentence and they just like wrote that Mr. Vanilli jacks off or something in every brick like over and over again 
and then he just made him do it again. We had a we had an actual, we had a deacon as our sophomore religion teacher. Yeah, an actual deacon. What is a deacon? What is that? I don't fucking know. Because like I I grew up in Southern Baptist Church, and there were deacons there. Never really knew what that meant or what they do. Deacons in the Catholic Church are just like assistants to the priest. They're not really anything. They're kind of like a bitch. They can give out (laughs) communion, but they can't make it Jesus. No. Because the priest makes it Jesus. Because Catholics believe that that motherfucker waves his hand over, over the... Body and blood. Well, it's not crackers crackers and wine. And and all of a sudden, and then when he waves his hand, it's now the actual body and blood of Christ. Like I just not an interpretation. It's it's absolutely what you're supposed to believe. Get to do a little cannibalism there. Yeah, I just go back. It's called transubstantiation. I go back to when I was like eighth eighth grade freshman year, even like into sophomore year, and like. I was in Catholic school my whole life, and I started going to, like, youth group at, I was in, like, I didn't know Catholic, Catholics but then did. I started, well, I, oh, they don't, okay. I started going to a Methodist youth group. Okay. But still, you know. It's, it's probably the closest denomination yeah. to, Christ, to Catholicism is probably Methodist. You know, but then, but and I, where I am, like, in my life now, and I just look back and just think about how, like, ridiculous everything sounds. When I think about religion and what I was taught for my whole life, yeah, I'm just like this is the way Bill Burr puts it is fucking crazy. If you heard this story when you were an adult, would you believe it? No. <laughs> the reason you believe it is because they taught it to you when you were four years old. When they taught you about Santa Claus and fucking the Easter Bunny back then, a guy walking on water made fucking sense. But now. You think about it, and you're like, well, nope. Nope. <laughs> so nope. I don't if I heard that, that as a 25 year old, I'd be like, bullshit. <laughs> and or it's true. If someone, or if someone came out and said, hey, I'm back. I'm Jesus. It's happened. Well, they I get know, thrown but, in but the if it really was, like, if it really was him, you mean? Yeah, like, like people would be like, you're, you're like, like, whoa, shit, man. Well, I guess I'm the idiot who didn't buy all the Well, no one would believe him. Not even No, Christians. that's what I'm saying, is people wouldn't even, people yeah. would probably be like, well, he's, he's probably a magician doing <laughs> magic tricks. Mm-hmm. It's like, he's like Chris Angel. He'd have know, to perform like, legit-ass miracles. Walking ass on water would do it. No. He'd have to remove the crack of your ass. And make it just one blob of skin. <laughs> like if a frog jumped up on his back legs and just walked away. Like that's what it would have to look like. <laughs> it would back. have to sing the song from Looney Tunes. Though, but even, I feel like if somebody came back, you know, if, if Jesus came back, still nobody would believe him. If, even if he was legitimately performing miracles, nobody would believe him unless he performed a, a miracle like on them or in their presence. Like, what if there was news coverage, like, Jesus performing miracles in Wisconsin? You know, people, like, I'd be in Ohio, like, nope. That's (laughs) That's fucking That's fake. This is a magician. Why are they even reporting this? This is bullshit, you know? But the people in Wisconsin are like, oh, my God, Jesus is really back. And I'm like, paid. Paid, <laughs> yeah. paid, yep. paid. Yeah. Like, There's that girl from, you know, the Sandy Hook shooting who's in all the yeah. shooting. <laughs> like, <pictures>. I wouldn't <laughs> believe it until Jesus came to my house and was like, oh, hey, here's a fish and loaf behind your ear. 
you know, like, I don't know. I'd still be like, you're a good magician. <laughs> you're doing a good job. Jesus Christ, mind freak. Can you fool Penn and Teller? Penn <laughs> <laughs> and Teller would come out and dispel all of his tricks, too. Here's how he did it. Like, some of the shit I've seen. Jesus Christ, mind freak. <laughs> <laughs> Can you draw, like, Jesus like this with his yeah. shirt Jesus off? Christ <laughs> with Chris Angel's head. <laughs> or maybe Jesus Christ's head on Chris Angel's clothing. Like his like gothic well, he style. Kind of looks like, he already kind of looks yeah. And he has walked on water. Hey, I like David Blaine the best. <laughs> David Blaine's good. really street, good. Street magic yeah. ones are always good. The one where he made Harrison Ford tell him to get the fuck out of his house. Yeah, that's my favorite. That's fun. <laughs> I've never seen that before. It's so good. <laughs> I haven't seen that. I won't even tell you what it's about. You just got to watch it. Just David Blaine, Harrison Ford. It's yeah. classic. One of the so we've got about ten minutes left. I feel like we should we should start narrowing down our topics. What we're gonna pick for next week. So we've we've really only brought up one definitive yeah. option so, so far. I got another yeah. one right when you said so, that. So this topic is we're gonna we're gonna just the whole cast is gonna do about this one thing. Yeah, I mean we we might deviate a little, but it's gonna be centered on this. one It'll thing. start there. Yeah, you will get a terrible thing on topic, yeah. and then we might have to rein it back in. So right now, oh, terrible thing on topic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> calling him out. We're looking at we Haley Joel Osment versus terrible. Jonathan Lipnicki. That's one. What, is it, is it competing specifically careers, competing careers and who's better suited for the role of young Harrison Ford? Yeah, in in uh, Star Wars anthology, yeah. Han Solo. Better mm-hmm. the better the career, the more likely you are to attain the role of young Han Solo. Yeah, that's what. That's the one topic so yeah, far. That's one one so far. You said you thought of something else. Mine is less tongue in cheek than that. I actually kind of want to talk about why the movie Monster Squad didn't become a cult classic a la Goonies, mm-hmm. something like that, because I think it's just as good. That could be a cool so, topic, just, I don't know, have you seen Monster Squad? You would, you yeah, would love wait, it. No, no, I have not. No. See, this would be <laughs> if you haven't seen it, you would love it. I feel like he jumped good. up instantly. Yeah. That, that means Nick loves the movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's what that means. Well, it's amazing. It's I a just, great, I great think, movie. I think it would be, that would be a cool topic, too, because you would get the uh, juxtaposition of you guys having seen it as children and growing up with it and loving it, you didn't see it as a kid. Correction. I saw Monster Squad as a kid, was a huge fan of it, didn't see the Goonies till I was in my twenties. Oh, well, I'm, I'm I flipped the, the script. Goonies, yeah. yeah, I'm the complete opposite. There. Yeah, most I people love the Goonies. Most people grew up with Goonies, and then Monster Squad's been like low key awesome for like thirty years. I know, but that's not what I was talking time. about. What were you talking the about? The juxtaposition of you and Nick having seen Monster Squad as kids, and Dale and I watching it for the first time as adults. Right. That would be cool because I still have the rose-colored glasses, but when I just rewatched it on Netflix, it held up really well. Yeah, like going back in as an adult. And because and I, I the reason I think it would be interesting is because I have I never saw the Goonies as a kid either, mm-hmm. and I've never made it through it as an adult. Wow, you don't like it? Mm-hmm. I watched it with 
I actually watched it for the first time with Nick and Jess. It was like Ivy, me, yeah. Nick and Jess, kind of watching it on the couch downstairs, and I I really enjoyed it. I tried. I, I actually good. tried to watch it like three or four times. I am super bummed out by that. Yeah, I'm bummed yeah. that you don't like the Goonies yeah. either. I'm kind of worried <laughs> about Monster it. Squad now. I never made it through. Really, you just turn it off. <laughs> I fall asleep or turn it off or Dang. whatever. Like it just mm. that's a bummer. But speaking of the Goonies, this is the first time I've sat this close to this chunk action figure. Nick has a chunk action figure on his wall. Astonishing how much that doesn't look like chunk. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. (laughs) It's not. It's not good. Not good. But anyway, yeah. I can't. No, man. Goonies is good. I was gonna say I liked that. Well, to each his own. You could hate Monster Squad too because you haven't seen that. I don't because it seems right up my alley. It's so good. Monster Squad. I'll give you my strength for it without giving away any plot. There's literally no exposition. Yeah. By by that I mean the movie is just scene, 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 scene. They do stuff the whole time. There's never like a 20 minute explanation of why everything's happening. It's just a straight up action movie for kids. It's yeah. like it's completely made for people with short attention spans. So it really locks you in and doesn't let you... As long as you're into the story and you're not, you know, distracted by outside well, stimuli... Let's, let's see what Nick thinks about that idea because it would force me to watch Monster Squad, which... I would love for you to watch it. kick that I need. Because yeah. it's on my Netflix. It's yeah, it's, just, yeah, yeah, it's on uh, Netflix. Just have never, yep. you know, like, it's in high definition. committed to it. It's gloriously 80s. Um, the effects aren't... The the effects hold up. It's got a badass, one of my favorite Wolfman uh, looks in I've it. I've always thought the uh, creature in it looks cool. The creature looks fucking awesome. He's nice and slimy. And the practical realism of him, he doesn't look like a fake thing. He looks like a real organism that yeah. lives. It's not fucking CGI, you know. Um... There's cursing and people getting killed and stuff in a kids movie. It's 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 borderline adult like the Goonies is. So or Goonies. I don't think there's a the in the title. I'm pretty sure. I'm not positive. I think it's just Goon No The Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. Uh, Goonies. Should just be Goonies, I think. That'd be cooler. Maybe when they reboot it inevitably in like five years. They shouldn't do that now. You don't think they, they, I don't they think might. They, I don't think they should, but they probably will. That's what I was saying. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying they They're should. They're already <laughs> rebooting my favorite horror movie of all time, and it came out in, like, 2008. Is it a French one? Yeah. Probably to make it in English, I would imagine. No, Spanish people are what? remaking it. Yeah. Really? Hmm. It, it would make sense if they were going to try to get it to a broader audience of English-speaking watch, watchers. The people, the, the, like guy, the, that, the, the, the guy that made uh, Wreck, which is the Spanish quarantine, the original, Okay, uh, is like the one writing it and remaking it. And I, even, even the website that uh, I was reading the article on mm-hmm. was like, we're not really sure why this is happening because it's never going to be as good as the original. Yeah. It's like what I heard about the movie Old Boy. Um, that's yeah. supposed to be like an amazing 
amazing action movie from Japan? Uh, it's... Mm, I wouldn't say it's an action movie. I'd say it's well, pretty... It's a, it's a fucked up revenge movie. Is fucked up revenge movie yeah. with action sequences. There is a, a few action sequences. Yeah. But they redid it with uh, Josh Brolin, Brolin in the title role and people were pissed. I, well, I've heard that, that it was even made. <laughs> I've heard that it's not the worst thing ever, mm-hmm. but it is it is pretty bad and it's not worth watching. Yeah, but I have the original on DVD. It's, uh... Man, if you... The, the plot twist at the end, like what mm-hmm. makes it fucked up, is really subtle. Yeah. And I didn't realize it the first time I watched it. And when I did realize it, I was it's like, damn. It's, yeah. it's probably it's one of the most fucked up plot twists I've seen in the <sighs> And luckily they kept it for the American version, although I haven't seen the American yeah. version. Have you seen the reboot of Total Recall? I've not. Me neither. Do you have any any desire to? <laughs> I had a buddy uh, that I used to work with that said he saw it in theaters, blazed out of his mind, and said it was fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. Well, if he was blazed out of his mind, you can't. But you I think he rewatched it sober and said it was still really good. Huh. I've heard it's really bad, so I'd have to. I'm I'm you, all you, for giving something an objective open mind. Anything yeah. can be good. Cause I usually, love Starship Troopers, and that movie's not that great. Yeah. Well, people are probably thinking that about Monster Squad when I'm talking it up to be this amazing. Yeah. But it's really just, you know, a cool kids movie that's got monsters in it, really. Right. When it comes down to it. Yeah. Um, what the people listening to this podcast don't know is that Nick promptly left the room when they when these gentlemen said they'd never seen Monster Squad. Here he oh, is. I was, was disgusted because like, you couldn't it. find your copy. No, because oh. they hadn't seen. It. Oh, hey, the leave he, the room. he left <laughs> because he was disgusted. Well, we talked about how cool it would be to have two people with the perspective of seeing Monster Squad for the first time as adults, and then two people who who saw it as children grew up with loving it and still love it as adults. That would be fun. Yeah. So, I think that's a relatively good topic as long as the guys do their homework <laughs> it's on Netflix we can just, yep, it's yeah. on Netflix it can happen mm-hmm. no problem what do you think between Haley Joel and Monster Squad <laughs> here we get the role for Han Solo Haley Joel or Monster Squad or the, the movie. movie Monster Squad <laughs> <laughs> I'll go I, I, Monster Squad on I, VHS I was going to say uh, while I think that the Haley Jonathan debate could be lively. I'm uh, I'm for the just viewing Monster Squad and getting opinions and comparing notes and you know I'm cool with that as well. Um, I do. Cause I could, think it'd be more of a, a, a tongue in cheek kind of a fuck all scenario with the Haley Joel Osmond. Thing, yeah, but uh, I think <laughs> for a start, for a starting, I think we'll have fun with it. Still, yeah, yeah. it's a fun movie. Yeah, we just oh watch. yeah, and I really want these guys to see it. That's yeah. really my other our topic motivation. for next week can just be Monster Squad. Okay, and we can on that kind of branch off into why we think it didn't develop. 
I mean, it does technically have a cult status, but it's not anywhere nearly as revered as a movie like right. Goonies. So, sure, okay. I could also that watch Goonies. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "While you're gone," which you're already pissed about Monster Squad, I've... that he's never been able to watch Goonies all the way through. Yeah. He's either turned it off or, or fallen, fallen asleep. asleep. Every time. And fuck <laughs> You've turned it off? Yeah. When, why would you turn off Goonies? That's what... It gave me some... Uh, a little bit of uh, reticence for his uh, Monster Squad thoughts. Because it's basically Goonies with Universal Monsters. That's disappointing. Up. I didn't like Labyrinth either. Mm. I've never seen Labyrinth. Don't. I'd like to. I'd like to watch it. Don't, Don't watch it now. Well, I don't give, I don't just uh, accept the opinion of the masses on stuff. I, I like to give things an objective or the, try. The haters, yeah. yeah. It's like everybody who busted my balls over not hating the RoboCop reboot. It's not <laughs> that I thought it was good or better than the original. I said it was a good popcorn action movie, and I people were like, it, "Fuck you, dude!" Every time, like, every time I cross over it on Netflix or Hulu, I'm like. Ah. It's that. fucking. It's entertainment for yeah. an hour and a half. I mean, it's not gonna change your life. Neither did the I first Robocop. That's why I watched Hercules with Dwayne Johnson. Yeah, I watched that one day too, and I was I like, was "Wow, like, that why was not?" A... And then when it was over, <laughs> I wasn't I was pissed. Balls. Yeah, I was just like, "That was a waste of time," but whatever. I'm not that mad, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't actively just like, "Fuck you." Dwayne Johnson, I'm never gonna watch one of your movies again. But yeah, Hercules was fucking awful. I'll admit that. So, Monster Squad next week. Monster yes. Squad, that's what we're talking about. Monster so. Squad. And if you don't know the movie, watch it. Uh, you know, it's a great 80s flick. Uh, you can have an 80s night and pop some popcorn and have your... And hey, this is going to be fun. That means in the lead up to the cast next week, we'll have uh, some great... Great portraits. Yes. <laughs> and some the, cool music. I don't think that the music is necessarily going to have to be from the soundtrack, but I will... That one finish. song in the montage when the kid's making the silver bullets yeah. in fucking shop class. Yeah, we'll have to... That song that is in. fucking yeah. awesome. But we'll... Uh, <laughs> any song for Video of the Day will tie in somehow. Yes. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, we've, uh, we've uh, gotten to the end of our time here for... This first uh, shit show, and hope you enjoyed it. Hope you hung in there with us and didn't turn it off or fall asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but if you did, you know you can always pop it on later and finish it up like a normal person. Pop, pop off a piece of that cast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folkies. Um, yeah, we'll see you next week, next Saturday on yep. the uh, Super Divorce Supercast. Yes. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Have a good one. See ya. Super Divorce.